Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host. Be Kev on stage. And before we get into this, before we do, though, I want to quickly talk about, because they talked about it, and here's the thing, and it seems to be a running thing that we're just going to talk about, and that is this bake-off that you guys have decided to make a competition We've we've decided. Yes, we are simply we've we are simply living our lives. You guys have decided that what we're doing deserves to be retaliated. Therefore, simply living your lives is dinner on Friday night. It's pizza night, soccer games. I gotta stop by the mall. A premeditated. It wasn't pre. Fun well, how do you determine night. premeditation? Hey, Please. let's set this thing up. Let's bring ingredients. Fun is hey, I'm dropping Angel off. Oh, let's hang out. Oh, you guys. Is it because it was record? Is it because it was on Patreon? Patreon. Is that putting what it, it on is? Patreon? This has been a was y'all clink clink every weekend? We don't. <laughs> The lies. Pull up your archive of stories. We might have cleaned. Uh, oh, now. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. The story has changed. We had dinner together on Friday, though. Thank you. Thursday. Thank you. Going out. Th- tell me again. Day, two tell days me in again. a row. Tell me two again. Day. I don't, we didn't, nobody said nothing about dinner. We don't have no problems with dinner. Yes, y'all do. No, we y'all don't. been had problems with dinner. Y'all just didn't say nothing. And now that this is happening, no. you've added on. No to problems dinner. with dinner. You're lying. How how you guys conveniently all met up with ingredients to make cinnamon rolls from scratch. You know, I with had the chef hats. You know why we had aprons for uh, last year? We did that photo shoot, that Christmas thing when we were making oh cookies. God, the, yes. Uh, Yes, yeah. they were still How inside convenient. the package. How convenient, I couldn't remember how, why I had them. How convenient. So, yes, putting it on Patreon. I honestly, if I would have saw it, it on your stories, because Danny's is on our stories right now. I'm just scrolling through my Instagram as oh, I normally yeah. do. You posted oh, yeah. a minute or two of it. Because that was funny. Psych! Then Danny posts the same minute or two that you post. Mel is unrepentant. There's n- nobody cares. Nobody's... Nobody cares. You guys are enjoying uh, This it. is what I want to tell you guys, that for your marriage, do not get into a competition because what's going to happen is you're going to force us to be in a competition. And I don't want to be in a competition. You're already in a competition. No, I'm not. I'm living my life. Which competes against me working my life. Joshua over here eating candy just like the devil. Josh, you, there's been a line of what? Drawn in the sand. That's and to be honest, I'm going to tell you what made it worse. What? Please tell me. The stage crew. Why? The stage crew with the don't put no plain emojis in here. You guys don't deserve them. <laughs> House emoji. Oh, we're having such a great time. I, I I was supposed to go to bed. I'm staying up watching the home team bake off. Who? Oh, this is the comments. In the comments. I was they like, really that? made it worse. I was really sitting there, and you guys really picked the worst weekend to do it. That's also part of it. Minnesota was blech. It was terrible, and it was the worst night of this the— This is what I told Kev yesterday, and this is what I'm telling all of y'all. I've been on tour two years in a row. I try, I keep they trying forget to tell Melissa. that I've been on tour. Melissa. It, sh- it goes without saying that tour is a lot of work. I agree. It is so much work. It is also a lot of fun. And what they are doing is minimizing the fun that they actually have in order to retaliate against stuff so they have permission to do what they want to do. Lines were crossed. This is this what's tour actually happening. Has had more work than the previous tours. We are shooting. Nobody told you. Somebody said nobody told you how to go to Minnesota. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't be back. I gave away that jersey and signed the helmet. Right? Who was jumping in front of the White House? Y'all went to the Rocky Steps. Y'all had. Uh, y'all we had. Did not go to the Rocky Steps. Mm, okay. <laughs> y'all had Philly cheesesteaks. 
We didn't. Y'all didn't go to the Philly Cheesesteak place? You told me you did. Reading Terminal? Yes. That was just lunch. It was just across the street. Y'all be having fun. We did jump at the White House. That was the most, and we said this is the most. And how long did that take, Josh? Yeah. Uh, it took some pre-planning, didn't it? It didn't take no pre-planning. We just was riding scooters. Oh, y'all were riding scooters. Oh, that sounds like fun. It wasn't. It was actually way overpriced now. I spent $100. Riding scooters sound like fun. Don't Let's take a vote. Bird needs to sponsor us because that's their way too expensive. Did they uh, go up in price? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's about the same price as Uber now. Are uh, they really? Yes. I spent $100. It literally is the same price as Uber. I said that I revoked that. <laughs> Uh, they absolutely should not be that expensive. Three, I'm doing four, all the work. How long was the bake off? How long was just the bake off? Not how long were y'all together? Because if I memory serves me, we were out about an hour, and then what do we do, Josh? Did we go and perform twice? We immediately. I think first of all, we, we fed showered. the kids first. Oh, now the kids got to eat. Yes. Now the kids got to eat. We ordered pizza. So there was pre-fun, pre-funk, if you will. No, there wasn't. Pre-pizza fun. No. Oh, the, pizza party. Pizza the, party's not the fun? The whole live included the pizza arriving, and we weren't even on camera. That's when y'all was talking about us. Almost four hours y'all was on First there. of all, Etta. Big and fun Kelly down in Baltimore. And Carrie. Etta. Kelly. Four Carrie. hours. Hush. By the time y'all even got done with the pizza, we were done with the jump. We basically rode the scooters to the White House. Rode around and went to the show. And y'all had not even let the dough rise yet. Y'all because were just in four hours of live, which no, no, nobody knows how long y'all were there before. No, no, no. We started the live at the same time. And did everybody walk out the house as soon as y'all cut the live off? Yes. I don't buy it for a second. And you I'll check the V-Vent. Go for it. Where is the V-Vent? Please check. Let me see when these people left. And I hope it goes back that far. I should. It should hold so many events. Okay, let's see. What day was that? Saturday. Saturday. Right. Danita said, y'all asked for this. Y'all wanted us to be creators. I mean, just hush. Mm-hmm. Just hush. That's like I cheated on you because I love you. I lied to you because I knew the, I knew the truth would hurt. That, that, you don't even believe that lie. You just told about that logic. Did it go back? No. It's, it's anyway, they did back. leave right away. Okay, this we cleaned up the kitchen and everybody yesterday. left. We'll see. What time did y'all get off the live? I, I don't know. They probably know that. Boy, this thing records everything. That's the only thing. All them, everything ain't an event. But I tell you what is an event, being able to ship your merchandise. And with the holidays coming up, if you're selling anything online, you need to prepare for the busiest time of year. We just got Monty, and I got him. Oh, I should show you guys. I got him a little uh, bowl, correct, a bowl, a water bowl and a food bowl. And it says Monty in gold in the front, and then it has a little bone on the other one. It's absolutely adorable. And I got him a little treat jars and they say Monty on those as well and it just brings me a lot of joy and I have found myself falling in love all over again with Etsy and if you are a person that creates things Etsy is the place to be I do not shop on there often but what I when I do it's very specifically for like things that are like personalized and cutesy and stuff and crafty crafty. DIY stuff DIY listen Etsy is the place to go and like if you wanted like a monogrammed like chef's hat or yeah. maybe an apron. We absolutely should get monogram chef hats. Maybe that it says home, home team. team. That's what we are at the end of the day. If you had a monogram chef's hat on Etsy, they we probably are going to use ShipStation. They're ship probably going to use ShipStation. We have merch. You guys are asking us for additional home team versus, what do y'all call it? Tour team? Away team? We'll call it uh, the forgotten crew. Uh, merch, and we sell it all on our personal website. But I told you guys I have seriously been considering using Etsy for like my planners and stuff because I found great joy. And the great thing about ShipStation, it is a, a single platform, but it will fully integrate no matter where you are selling your merchandise, whether that's on Etsy, your own personal website or Amazon. 
Zon. And they will save you all sorts of money because they get uh, really great deals on all the premium com- uh, carriers such as USPS, UPS, FedEx, you name it. It's never too early to start prepping for the holiday rush, so get a head start with ShipStation. My listeners can use my code LOVE to get a 60-day free trial just in time for the holidays. That's two months of stress-free holiday shipping for free. Just go to ShipStation.com, click the microphone at the top, and enter in code LOVE. Love. That's L-O-V-E, ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. All right. 1058 looks like Farron left, and I don't think she would have left before the thing was over. Did she leave before? She left, uh, like right, right away. I think it was like right, right. Like she didn't help us clean up right away. Uh, The last person left at eleven fifty-seven. So an hour to clean up. How they got to clean up? When the when you came home the next day, how was the kitchen? There were cinnamon rolls everywhere. You a lie and a truth ain't in all over the camera. Oh, all you over a the lie and the just, truth ain't in you. Know, you know, just great fun. Just great fun. This is the thing. This is the other thing game. about them as minimizers is they don't want minimizers. to admit that they had fun. We did. Okay, so people came around, look like seven. And what time did the live start? No, Six thirty-nine. I don't know what time the live started. People, no people arrived at. Let's see, who's the first time the cars show up? 625, 625 to midnight. It's about four and a half hours. And how long was the live, you said? Must be nice. Four hours, and you said in all in all, it was how long? Six and a half hours. So that includes cleaning up and eating pizza. Wow. I'm trying to figure out who's actually winning this argument right now. For some reason, you seem to believe it's you. But I told you guys that as soon as they arrived, we ordered pizza. I think the pizza barely arrived when we uh, turned on the live. Mm-hmm. Then we sat down, ate, fed all the kids, did the thing, cleaned up all in how long again? Six and a half. Eight, and eight we were and on live hours. for how long? Nine hours. So I'm just going to rest my case okay. because I haven't lied or minimized I've told the I'm whole not minimi- truth. We not Nothing minimize our fun. Truth. What's fine? Everything's fine. Everything will be fine. Great. Let's do Everything this. Everything will be fine. What I need to look at y'all tour schedule because what I would do Don't. with my petty self is figure out what seat I think y'all gonna do the things in and show up. Don't you do it. You stay home with your uh with your people. You don't know us very well. You don't think we'll do that? I do know you very well. That's do you why I'm think gonna we'll do, do that? I'm going to do it. I'm going to I'm gonna do something. I don't even know what it is. I, you Negro, you lying. Y'all, if y'all haven't talked about it, you lying. Okay, will you tell her we haven't talked about it, what we're going to do? I don't believe Joshua. He ain't loyal. She asked me 20 times when lying. I came home on They Monday. said do it in Tampa. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Listen, guys, I'm sorry. I don't want to win that bad. I when I looked on the calendar and I saw Tampa was still on there and I thought we were done with Florida. I, I thought y'all like, were too. Oh, oh that's a list. <laughs> Man, let me tell you what I. <laughs> okay, we're gonna do love in action, you guys. We're doing this through the end of the year as we're closing out the love hour, and today Hold we on, have real quick, real quick. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. How many episodes do we have left? Uh, after two, today you have two this six, week, two this month. I mean, probably eight. Two? Are we? We're doing Thanksgiving. I think I should we, take it off. We did. I think so. So that's five, six, seven, eight. The fifteenth is the last. Uh huh. It's off the twenty second through uh-huh. the. So there's only eight left. Mm-hmm. Math was right. Dang. How are you feeling about that? Uh, Josh was excited. I am feeling uh, kind of mixed emotions, but I don't want to have that conversation right now. So we'll talk about it later. All right, cool. Great. Yeah, I just felt myself kind of welling up there and I don't want to do that. So we're having sweet corn. I welled up. From love. I mean, for the love in action. This is a. I've been trying to drink this coffee to prep my mouth for this. This is a a sweet corn flavored soda. (sighs) It smells like. It smells like it is so accurate. It smells like Josh said it best. It smells like freshly shucked uh, corn. No, not the shuck though. Fre- canned. Oh, like the canned. 
Oh, the can. it does. Yes. When you first pop that uh, yes. thing open. Oh, it does because it has that like watery, yes. you know, that like, I don't know, whatever they. Is Preservatives. It water? water preservative, whatever's in that like little juicy juice. Ugh. Okay, here we go. Uh, Let's do heroin one time for this. You need Keon for that. <laughs> that was cocaine. Oh, it is cocaine. Yeah, heroin. Tony has a very funny joke about that. Keon wants to do a road trip. He's like, we should just all try cocaine once. Just. Let's just do it one time. Coffee almost came out of my we don't, we don't have to get addicted. We just need I to just go on a road trip and do it once. It's like hilarious. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Oh, my God. Oh, that tastes like you you just drank uh, corn water. It tastes like with sugar. sugar into a canned corn water. Uh, this it looks like piss. It's okay. This is I want to describe the taste for me. It tastes like Ugh. the smell of canned corn with sugar added. That is exactly what it tastes like. It is gross. This is such. I think what bothers me most about these is how accurate they taste. I wonder if you nail the smell, is mm-hmm. that what gets you to taste the absolutely. taste? I think that they say that no, your nose. Uh, it participates. The, absolutely. In your... It's it's one of the reasons I can't do chitlins because oh. I can't disassociate what I smell with what I taste. It's texture too for chitlins. Oh, but the first thing I smell is butt water. <laughs> and then eating that, my nose is like, why would you eat that? You, it already stinks. Oh, you guys, this is really gross. Huh? It is literally booty juice. Melissa's mom makes it. She ate it. Actually, she hasn't made it in a while. She hasn't made it in a long time, like fifteen years. Yeah, she hasn't made it in a while. She made it our old house, the first house they bought after we got, uh, or before we got married. I don't know. That's gross. How many more of these are? I have a buffalo flavored one, and I have a ranch flavored one. That ranch is gonna be absolutely disgusting. disgusting. (laughs) <laughs> you know how many of these there are how many different flavors no there's like hundreds of these oh i should buy in one. the novelty uh the like like um oh, novelty section yeah, of like yeah, a yeah. candy store yeah. at you know the one over in the uh Willow hills yeah they have like hundreds of these. oh i need to go we should do definitely. that's actually what we should do we should get uh huh yeah 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 uh they have weird candies in there too oh, we should let's try like black um they have like black uh well, I guess I've had black licorice. I mean, black jelly beans. But anyway, at that store, they have a lot of these plus weird This is candy. the thing I don't like about those. It, I only have a little bit, but it always gives me heartburn. You know what? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. This would be a fun little show for that we could do. Of what? Uh, oh, love and action. Love and action. Because we really, when we go on tour, like when we were in Amsterdam, we did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, had, the fi- we had the fish on the yeah. street. It's kind of like sushi. We had the puffer frites. Yeah, those are, that was good. New experiences. It could be new experiences. Yeah, I Remember when they were selling laughing gas? We were so green. They were selling uh, laughing gas. We were like, why are they selling? Why are people selling balloons at 1 a.m.? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Amsterdam. And it looked, it looked super uh, seedy. Yeah. And then we looked it up, and it was like, no, that's laughing gas. But anyway, um, that would be a fun little uh, thing we could add to vlogs. Uh. I also want to say that trip. the cookie. I do want to do a road trip. I want to do I need a road COVID, trip. I need COVID to lift. I want to do a road trip in an RV. Remember, I used to tell you that yes, I want to do that. Live in an RV. I want to live in the RV for a summer, and I want to drive, and I want to. I want. I mean, I when we get to the places, I do want to stay in a nice hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the hook up a camper to a sewage line uh, type person, but I, I. It would be fun to just like drive to like. Uh, uh, is, is it Yellowstone? I do your either Yellowstone or Yosemite. I do Yellowstone. Which is that the one in Vegas or near Vegas? Uh, it's, it's California. That's gr- the Grand Canyon. Is what I'm thinking. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. In Nevada. I thought. I think it's. It's not. It's, is it yellow? It's, I thought it was Yellowstone. Oh, this no, that's the Lord, Josh. No, no, that's the Lord's park. I don't know this. That's the Lord's park. Uh, first of all, <laughs> it Yellow- is the Lord's park. Yellowstone yeah, is Yellowstone. in Wyoming. It is? 
I think you're talking about the Grand. The Grand Canyon has to be in Nevada, or no, maybe it's Utah. It's in Arizona. It's in Arizona. Is there one in Nevada though? It's the Hoover Dam, I think. I think that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Zion National, National Park. Park. We're not see the it's Utah. in Utah. You said Nevada. We we're talking about Nevada. You're gaslighting. It's two hours from Vegas. You fly into Vegas, you could. Oh. Utah north of Vegas? Is Utah north of Vegas? I don't know the geography that well. Oh, I thought it was. So, <laughs> got it. What is in Zion? I never heard of Zion. It sounds like it should be like. Yeah, I'm out. Never mind. Let's just fly. In a biblical place. I, the river trail walking. The thought of us mind. walking in a trail is just like, ugh. I, I got plantar fasciitis. Our, our, our RV thing. I wouldn't do. I got to wait for my insoles to come in, which, by the way, I know we got to get into the podcast. I told Melissa that we cannot get divorced because I have no value in the streets because I have plantar fasciitis. I hate you. And I feel like you cannot be hollering at new women when you have bad soles of your feet. And really? putting putting insoles into off white Jordans is really that's where you draw the line. You just I I, I honestly I told Liz I want to I want to sell all my shoes because putting an insole into an off white just it feels so wrong. There's I plenty need to of people wear who do it though. Those New Balances. Mm. I mean those. Oh, Nike they're saying Monarch. the Grand Canyon. Can, can it... Okay. We looked this up. I definitely thought it was in Vegas. Okay, let's start. So, okay, you guys, this is uh, going to be what it is. I know that's why it gives me heartburn I just immediately. Burped and it was sweet corn. Yeah, don't. It gives me heartburn immediately. Um, I just finished the series, the mini series on HBO called <laughs> Scenes from a Marriage. I was up till three thirty this morning. And let me tell you it. what, by the way, before we get into this, <laughs> I was up from three thirty to five thirty. Because when you watch this, I peed and I caught, first of all, two things. And I'm sorry, I've interrupted you a lot. I've been a bad it's podcast. Okay. I woke up about three, four times last night that she was watching this. Every time I watched it, they were having sex. Okay. Every time I woke up, mm. I turned over. Huh, huh, huh. I was like, hmm. back to sleep. Wake up. Huh, huh, huh. Back to sleep. I woke up the third time. That's because it was at the end. They were soaking. Okay. That's, <laughs> they yeah. were fermenting. In this thing. So you finished the last 10 minutes of the episode. I saw you check to see you. I saw your mind be like, oh, this is the last one. And they they walked off set. Yeah. And I was like, that's odd for a TV show. Came back to the bed. You were snoring. And I was wide awake. No, I wasn't snoring that quick because I was looking up stuff about the show. But, uh, yes. That- I was so hungry. I woke up in the middle of the night starving. And what, did you make yourself a HelloFresh meal? I, we actually had had HelloFresh for dinner that last night. And luckily there was some... Uh, leftovers and i was like this is really convenient because we're very busy yes you know we travel we don't always have time to go out and get ingredients you know like fresh ingredients for cinnamon rolls and things like that we do have sometimes like that on the weekend but during the week when we're back home there's no time to actually go to the grocery store so last night we had saucy pork burrito bowls and listen i am i am the type of person i probably could have a burrito bowl once a week. Yes. The only thing about burrito bowls to have them right, you got to have the full ingredients. Yes. And when you go buy that at the grocery store, it's a lot. It's rice, it's peppers, it's, you know, avocado, it's all those things. And when you're tight on time, you don't really want, I don't want to spend even an hour driving, picking up, coming home. So HelloFresh is like, hey, you guys want spicy burrito bowls or saucy uh, pork burrito bowls? Yes. Yes, I do. And I want them done quickly. And last night, that's what we had for dinner. And did I sneak down when Melissa fell asleep and polish him off, even though it was supposed to be one of my son's lunch? Yes. Did I throw a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in there for him? Possibly. Does he know? He just found out because it's about lunchtime. <laughs> uh, do I regret it? Absolutely not. And I'm grateful for HelloFresh for giving us options. You know, we used to be uh, ordering from delivery services all the time. But at the end of the day, you get tired of that. Yes. You get tired of processed food. You get tired of restaurant food uh it's convenient but doesn't always taste great and it's wildly expensive hello fresh offers us new recipes that taste great they take out the whole uh, grocery part of the service they give you the whole recipe and the included ingredients and it tastes amazing low-key i'd be feeling like a chef yes i'd be feeling like okay man i could be on the food could network. you put on the chef hat I wouldn't put the chef hat on because apron. I wouldn't premeditate this. I would just cook if I was hungry. I wouldn't make a whole event out of it. Uh, 
ingredients are right there. Oh, it's great. How do you get it, Liz? Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh. And yes. with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. I love switching between the brands. And now my listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with me. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LoveHour14. LoveHour14. Love Hour 14 for up to 14 free meals. Yeah, try to 14 free meals is what it said, including free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LoveHour14 and Love use code 14. LoveHour14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. Uh, we also want to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius makes it easy to compare quotes from over a dozen dozen top insurers all in one place. You always want the opportunity to compare. You always want to get more than one quote just in general, but you always want the opportunity to compare because you can save 50% more or, or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. You can save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare policies. The licensed experts at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance company. You always want someone that has your best interests in mind in all circumstances, actually. So you can trust them to help you navigate every step of shopping and the buying process. Getting started is easy. First, head to policygenius.com. In minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. When you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and scheduling for free. Policy Genius doesn't add on any extras. Head over to policygenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. And I might add the first time. All right, now let's get back to the show. So... You definitely caught the end of this, but this has been, this show was really, or miniseries was really, really like interesting. It's a five episode miniseries and they basically go through like the start of a demise of a relationship all the way to the demise of the marriage. And then they get to this point of like, okayness with everything that's kind of transpired and it's it overall i would say each episode there's like time that you know passes by i would say it's probably it's probably over five years in whole Mm -hmm. uh between what's happening and like between you know each episode i would say the first episode to the last episode is probably five years from beginning to end so there are a couple things that come up in the show that i i wanted to discuss the first one is they start off i think you watched this episode the very first one they Mm -hmm. start off in the uh therapy and the lady makes more the woman makes more money than the husband Mm -hmm. What do you think about that dynamic in marriages? I think, well, I'll speak to two parts. Uh, I can actually speak to this from experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the majority of our relationships still, we've been together 13 years, or I'm sorry, uh, together 21 years, married for 15? Um, yes. 15. 17. No. Yes. We got married in 2004. 17 lessons in 17 years. You're right. 17 years married? Correct. Is that right? Oh, no, because Isaiah's 15. It can't be 15. Yeah, it's 17. Is it really? Yeah. Correct. Because Closer to 20 than 15. 20 is 2024. All those numbers came to my mind. Dang. Uh, so of 17 years of marriage, I believe Melissa made more than me for about 11 or 12 I think all the time until I went on tour. Actually, maybe 14. Really? Mm-hmm. You made more than me when I worked at All Deaf. Remember, I didn't get a raise until they oh. about to fire me. Okay. Yeah. So I was blessed to have a hardworking woman. She bought me a PlayStation. I stood behind her in line and held her by the waist. Um, the reason I was blessed is because Melissa never uh, lorded it over me that she made more than me. Uh, sometimes it was astronomically more <laughs> when you got the first real job and I worked at the daycare. I was just like, my money was just for like movies and hats and stuff. Like it was, <laughs> it was play money, uh, at the bank more at Boeing more in here. I didn't have a job at first and you had a job more, uh, YouTube, um, all deaf more 14 years. Um, I think that is often hard on a man because 
a lot of our view of marriage comes from the 30s and 40s and 50s. Mm-hmm. Patriarchy, the man goes and works, the woman stays home. The world hasn't been like that in a long time. But uh, growing up, I felt like as a man, I need to be able to take care of my family and provide for my family, which became I need to be the breadwinner for my family. Um, that was impossible for me because I wasn't as smart as Melissa and didn't have as good employment stuff as her. So I just never was a primary breadwinner. So I always kind of felt uh, like I wasn't bringing enough to the table. And that was really culminated when I got fired and went down to zero. Um, I remember when I had some bonuses going, I was like, yeah. okay, you know what I'm saying? We could go on vacations and stuff. But then the housing market crashed and stuff. So uh, <laughs> it was hard. It was the hardest <laughs> when I got fired. That was, I, would, I was at the most uh, sensitive yeah. when I got fired. And I was like, and our roles were reversed traditionally. Yeah. And where I was basically a homemaker, stay-at-home dad, making lunch and stuff and changing diapers. And you went off to work and stuff. And it was just like, nigga, you are trash. I wonder if, or I, yeah, I wonder how much that plays a role in uh, not only divorce, although the statistic that I read from, I think it was 2019, said that risk of divorce is nearly 33% higher when a husband isn't working full time. Really? Mm-hmm. It clearly tells you the way that it impacts the psyche of a man and like what he brings to the table in a way that it doesn't for women. Um, Death of a salesman. I also wonder how much of it plays. What is that? Uh, it's an old play. The guy oh. was losing his job. It's a was, black guy. Is it a uh, black play? It, it, it's. I think it's written by Tennessee Williams, if I'm not mistaken. And Wait, I why is this familiar to me? Uh, I think Denzel was in it one time. Arthur Miller. Arthur Miller. I think he's black, though. Actually, no. I think I'm thinking of. I must just be quiet. Yeah. I'm getting confused. I was up. I'm. Um. Yeah. Arthur Miller was absolutely white. He's literally a picture of him in Marilyn Monroe. Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee Williams is black, and I he okay. Let me just. What did he? I feel he like wrote another classic play that I is it Raising in the Sun? No, that was written by uh, Tennessee Williams. Is white. Hello. <laughs> Who am I thinking of? No, it's about two brothers though. No, Top Dog Underdog. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, that's a black woman, Susan Laurie Parks. Okay. Okay. I don't know what I'm. I'm gonna just be quiet. I don't know who I was thinking of. That's a black. There is a black playwright who is famous, and now I cannot think of who he was. <laughs> he gay. He was gay. He's re- oh. There is a famous black playwright, August Wilson. Oh. That is who I'm thinking of. And I think he did, uh, I think he wrote Fences. <laughs> yeah, Chad. I haven't got one thing right in this whole thing. I'm usually good. Did he do Fences? He is most known for his play Fences. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I, I went one for seven on the play yes. stuff. Actually, I got Susan Laurie Parks. Okay. Woo! You, I'm stinking it up on the trivia. Yes. Um, so I wonder how much of it plays a role in not only divorce, but in affairs. 1000%. That's actually what happened in fences. Say, oh, right, 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 right. He wasn't, he wasn't, he was the breadwinner, but his life wasn't taking the, uh, path that he thought. Uh And he basically was like, I cannot provide for you. This other woman makes me feel like, um. I'm still a man. Yes. Somehow. So that's what I'm getting at is that. Did the guy have an affair in the, in the show? Uh, No, she did. But we can get there in a minute. But I, just that point, I was just like, it made me honestly think about Merit at First Sight. When, the way that we were talking about Mirla and Gil. Mm-hmm. That it is socially acceptable. And I'm talking very specifically about in America. You know what I mean? I don't know everywhere else yeah but like very specifically in america it is socially acceptable for a woman to make less it is socially acceptable for a woman to be a homemaker Mm -hmm. it is not the same for a man and so even if you marry it is not the woman's fault that she is smart or brilliant or good at her job or whatever and yet and still in a way she's being punished for that by marrying a man who can't or doesn't for whatever reason you know maybe he's 
his just line of work doesn't allow for his cap to be as high as hers. Yeah. And yet she's the one that's like, she make he she makes me feel like a man and you don't. And it's like, yeah. how do I win this? That's a great point. What are you saying? That's a great, I mean, like, it's a great point. Yeah. Like she's done nothing, but she gets punished for being being yeah being good being great being smart she takes the brunt of it listen as a man i i can say this so much of our existence uh so much of the world is based on the feelings of men right i remember this statistic they were talking about male birth control mm-hmm. they were trying to develop it and they basically abandoned it because the side effects that are similar to the ones for uh, uh, birth control for women, men were like, absolutely not. Yeah. And so people were like, men aren't going to take this. Right. So the whole thing was abandoned. And, but the side effects for women, weight gain, you know, uh, hormones, all that stuff, whatever it is, they're like, oh, yeah, you can handle this. Shit, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's just the world is made to. coddle and cater to a man and his ego and again i go back to to mirla and gil from mirror to first life you haven't watched the season and how much flack mirla was getting yes and i was like the only way i'm going to give her the flack is if she is in fact in debt and doesn't have a savings account and doesn't have great credit but she was giving i mean listen folks be faking the funk and i do get that yeah but there were a couple things that were said that i was like i don't think that's her story Mm -hmm. so why are we giving her a hard time for showing up in the workplace being good at it and making a life for herself that she has deemed appropriate and what she wants yes that could have nothing and then she's forced to like i need to downgrade my lifestyle because my husband is only at this point and i don't want him to feel bad where if the roles were reversed it would not be the same well think about how many times in your life in our marriage that you've done maybe not downgraded but you've done something so that I don't feel bad. Yes. You do that all the time. It's just making me sad. <laughs> I mean, look, I talk about men having little baby feelings that can't be hurt. It's me. I am men. Yeah. I made a big deal about this whole cinnamon roll thing. My feelings were hurt. I felt left out. I didn't even know about it till till Tahir sent it. We just feel sad. That I appreciate this moment of vulnerability and like, honesty and transparency. We miss the fun. Let's just work for us. We always get work. When we get together, it's always during the week when there's too many things happening. Oh, Chad, it's way too many. We can't even go to dinner. Oh, I remember. You know. I remember. After you get out, it's 1130, especially in the small town. This is the thing. This is the thing. That there is um, the the vulnerability in that statement always goes further than you know all the kind of bravado that comes with it also but yeah, yeah. I, so she says so now we no you're hook. not off the hook but now we ain't off the hook they ain't no. gonna be petty yeah, absolutely but you know where the source is oh i want to be there i wanted to eat I, the cinnamon this roll. is the thing i'm not gonna be in competition with y'all i'm gonna let y'all live y'all life that's actually this is how you really be petty i'm so happy for you guys show me all your pictures <laughs> It, that looks so much fun. Oh, my God. Don't do I'm that. so happy. Don't do that. You guys had a great Don't time. Don't be little. Don't condescend us by I it. hope you can do it again Don't next week. Don't you dare. You be mad. No. If you don't I, be mad, the point is useless. I am going to be. I'm going to meet Kelly Rowland. Ecstatic. I'm going to meet. I'm going to meet Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I'm going to be ecstatic for you. I'm, I'm going to meet. Uh, who can I meet? I am going Beyonce. to be. You ain't meeting Beyonce. Cut it out. <laughs> Um, Ricky stop it. <laughs> uh, this is the other thing that came up in their marriage. Okay. In this scene, this is just kind of funny. Mira, the wife, is having the affair. She tells her husband that tomorrow I'm leaving. I'm going on a plane. I'm going to Tel Aviv. If I said it correct, Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv. Okay. Going to Tel Aviv and she's just taking stuff off the hanger, throwing it into the suitcase, taking stuff off the hanger, throwing it into the suitcase. And he's like, well, before we get there, he's like, tell me about him. Show me a picture. Oh, he didn't. She didn't say why she was going at first. No, she, she told him first. Oh, okay. So then she, he's asking for those details. Mm-hmm. I could never I could. 
That is torture. I would torture myself. I would punish myself with the. Oh, but would you do this? She's throwing the clothes in the suitcase. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fit. She can't zip it because everything's a mess. He's yeah. like, just give me a second. I'll do it. Unfold, takes everything off the hanger, folds it neatly, packs it up, and closes it up for her. No, I couldn't do that. But you would want to torture yourself yes. with all every... I'm not going to help you pack for Tel Aviv to that's, go get... That's what I didn't understand. I was like, why on God's green earth is this man helping her unpack? This is the other thing. You've said this. He was unaware. So they get an abortion. Mm-hmm. In, uh, ooh, spoiler. Spoiler alert. We'll just put in the title. Okay, sorry. I mean, it's pretty obvious that this show is getting spoiled. Yes. If it wasn't obvious by now. So they get it, this abortion. She get, ends up being unhappy. With it? Or yeah. with him? Uh, it, it was really her idea. That episode I saw. Okay, so it he was, didn't seem like he wanted it. He didn't, but he wanted, she thought she was doing the right thing by their marriage. She didn't think their marriage could sustain another child. Yeah, yep. So they... Get the abortion. She ends up being really unhappy. She can feel like the tension. So that's why she has this affair. When she says she's leaving, she says to him, I've been so miserable for the last eight months. You couldn't feel the change. And he said, no. Yes. It's mind blowing to me. The thing about it is, here's what you have to understand. Because I would be him in this scenario. This has happened to us. I'm just like. I do not understand it. When you have a feeling in your mind, it is very clear Uh to you in your mind. Uh You feel it. You think it. You marinate on it. You sit on it. You feel like you're emoting it. Yes. But unless you confess it, I don't see your world through your eyes. This is a good point. I see my world through my eyes, mm-hmm. right? Now, even in our relationship, I've been guilty of not paying close attention, right, to, to you, how words land on you. Uh-huh. And if I start my vision and version of our marriage uh-huh. with things are going well, then I see the world with the lens of things are going well. Right. You, if you are miserable or if she's miserable, you see the world if things are going unwell. So more stuff, your mind does confirmation bias on whichever side you are. It's true. So if I'm saying this is great, I'm having a good time, everything's good. If you say it's terrible, I'm having a bad time, things are bad. If you don't communicate, it's like people who say, think about it like this. This is a good example you'll get. Think about all those times when I've told you somebody's trying to hook us up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you'll be like, how? And I'm like, listen, you got to... You got to watch what they say, how they say it. Yes. And you be blissfully unaware. They're like, okay, I'm I'm going to take that. Oh, no, no, I'll pay for it. Now, see how you see that? And you were completely unaware. And now imagine if I didn't tell you. Yes. They're trying to hook us up. That's how that happens. You live the life the way you want to see the world and your brain makes those things true. So I could completely see. I've, I've done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've lived in our marriage where you've been unhappy and I've been like, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood or would you be mine? Yeah. You know, I, I was thinking about uh, the conversation and I started thinking about how, like, obviously I, I do believe that the onus to say like, Hey, something's going on is the person that feels unhappy. I do agree with that. Yeah. I still find it so disconnecting that you don't notice he wasn't able to notice. And she actually said, she was like, you've been so busy being angry that you didn't notice that I was sad or something along those lines. I don't remember exactly mm. what she said, but something along those lines that you get caught up in it. And I wonder how many times we, att- I think that people in general aren't always very clear in communication. I think we often hold back on our communication because we think we're protecting who has done that? And who has? We both. We have both we done, have done that. this. Very much, yes. So you think you're protecting, so you're not clear, but you feel like you're dropping. I'm, I'm going to say hints because I don't know a better word, but you feel like they're bigger than hints. Yes. And so you're trying to be like, please see this. Perfect example. Please see this. <laughs> I mean, look how much time passed 
in their relationship. Oh, for sure. Eight months passed, and he wasn't paying attention, probably because he didn't have a movement watch on. I, yes. I mean, if you're not looking at the time every day, you don't notice that time has passed. You don't have a watch on, or you have a less than stellar watch, you're not paying attention to time. And with a movement watch, look, you got the right time. You can tell what time it is, and you can look sleek doing it. So movement, the, the two guys who created it, they grew up in a tiny little apartment in Southern California, college dropouts, you know, teamed up, and they created a company that broke all the rules. They got fair prices, unexpected colors, clean original designs, okay? And now they're one of the fastest growing watch brands shipping to over 160 countries across the globe. Now movement has expanded into blue light glasses, that protect your eyes from screens. Josh, who's our great friend and editor, he edits with blue light glasses Do so that really? his eyes are protected. To protect your eyes. And when he's doing t uh, Twitch uh, streams or he's playing video games for extended period of times, uh, of time, he wears his blue light glasses. Now you. look, uh, I wear an Apple Watch to work out, but when me and Melissa are going out to dates, I don't, I don't want to. It's not very aesthetic. It's not very aesthetic. So I, after my workout, I usually switch out, you know. But if I want to go out. I want to look sleek. And that's the thing that I love about movement watches more than anything is the sleek, crisp design. It's kind of like they look very luxurious without they, a very luxurious price. That's why I love them. Right. <laughs> They're like uh, they have like the sleekness and aerodynamic look of like a Tesla. Mm -hmm. But the price of like a Prius or a Corolla or something like that. And I, Priuses ain't expensive. I was going to go more like they Honda look, they look like a Tesla, but they have a price of a Honda Civic, yeah. you know, a get around and be around. And listen, moving watches have the look and quality of four to five hundred dollars that you're paying for at a department store. But they cost a fraction of that price because they were well built online and they own their process from start to finish. You can get a beautiful watch shipped right to your door for free. And if you don't love it, you can ship it right back for free. Listen, to this if you want to elevate your look with a style that doesn't break the bank, then join movement. That's MVMT and get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns <clears throat> with free shipping and free returns by going to MVMT.com slash love. Love. Again, that's MVMT.com slash love. Love. And now back to the show. Uh, this is an interesting conversation. So Catherine James said, uh, that men are not built like women. They don't see things the way we do. We are taught from our children to nurture. Men are not. They are taught to be selfish. Chef Roman said, we are not taught to be selfish. We are taught to not show emotion. And if we show emotion, it is a weakness. We are taught that if we have to be, we are taught that we have to be the breadwinner. My question is, how resonating is that for you? Uh, I'm going to agree with Chef Roman. Uh -huh. We uh, Part of the difficulty in our relationship over the last five years is this vulnerability that Melissa has wanted from me. And my uh, core programming feeling like I can't show emotion. Yes. I can't be perceived as weak. And showing emotion is perceived as weak. We Going back to be outside of women, period. Yeah. When we cry and or fall off our bike, scrape our knee, and there's blood, right? I remember getting picked up either by my brother or dad or whatever. Hey, don't cry. What's mm -hmm. wrong with you? You ain't no little boy. You ain't no cry baby. Even though your brain is like, yo, this hurts. You got freaking pebbles in your yes. knee. Don't cry. Uh, when you feel emotions, don't cry. I remember even being in funerals and being like, don't you cry. Yes. You be strong. So when you get into romantic relationships, you associate crying or feelings or emotion with weakness. And then in society, to be honest, often not in your personal relationship, you see that weakness exploited by women mm -hmm. sometimes out of anger or whatever. And he was crying. Yeah. He, this and that. Yeah. And now it may not even be like a personal thing with you. Like you just, even especially online, yes. you see that exploited all the time. So then in your mind, you're like, okay, not only did I already think that was bad, to add insult to injury, you know, there's this whole men, you soft and you feel like that. Yes. Women online say that all the time. So you internalize or I guess you it would double down on what you already feel. So I feel like for me, I, I'm closer to to what Roman thing and that that probably expresses itself as selfishness. But the truth of the matter is, I don't think we I'm not saying men are not selfish. Obviously, sure, sure, sure. people are selfish. Uh -huh. But I think a lot of times 
before you, you think of self, you think of as a man, this is what a man does. Right. I do believe that there is a idealistic view prototype of what a man is. Yes. And that's how men are raised to whatever that prototype is. Like and women too, for that matter. Absolutely. That's why it's socially unacceptable for a woman to be, uh, to have an opinion or be too loud or, or owner sexuality or owner sexuality, like all of those things, because the idealized view of what womanhood is, is not that. Think about married at first sight. Uh, Miosha Bell just said this. Okay. Miles from a couple seasons ago. Yes. When he was going through uh, a bad mental health spell. Yes. And uh, Karen, bless you, bless you. Thank you. Karen, uh, basically it was edited in a way that she was like, I need a man who's strong. Yes. And you be crying and stuff. I can't deal with that. And in his, in, in that visual is like this, what we talking about. Yes. You see, you don't, you, you say you want to solve vulnerable man, but sometimes when you get that, you like, I need a rough neck. I need a thug. I need a tough dude. You know what I'm saying? You got to put me in my place. All that type of stuff is not in a man who's emotional. Vulnerable. There ain't no song that I need an emotionally intelligent man yeah, who have a soft spot. And this is the other who can thing. love me and make me feel one safe. of the things that a man is often attacked for, even online, his financial security. Yes, you broke. And his uh, his show of strength that is often viewed in terms of masculinity. Yes, those two things, and a woman is often attacked for. Uh, financial security as well but more times than not looks absolutely it's always looks that's going to be inclusive of weight that's going to be inclusive of her hair her face her skin her whatever all of that is always the number one mode of attacking a woman absolutely and the number one mode of attacking a man thousand percent i think about the time when teddy riley got mad at tony me too that's first, always one of my very first examples I think of. The first thing he did was call him broke. First thing he did. You would never call another man ugly. No. Right? Nope. But when women go at each other, you ugly, yep. you bad built, your yep. body ain't this. Yep. Or men. Even men, men to attack women. women. It's you ugly. You ain't got no man. Yep. Nobody loves you. You're yes. single. Yes. Right? That's a, Even yes. if you're beautiful. Yes. You're beautiful, then you're single. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So Because all of the woman's worth is tied up in her getting a man. Yes. And all of a man's worth is tied up in how much money he makes. Bingo. You and know. that's why you get into these dynamics and these relationships where she makes more than me and now you feel worthless. And Kat brings up a good point. This is Kevin Samuel's whole business model. What is it? High value or high high value man. Oh, right, right, right. I've only watched I couldn't do it. Yeah, yet. I didn't watch I'm a sorry. lot, but the dog on term high value man, alpha male, alpha male. Oh. Think about alpha male, beta male in Married at First Sight. Right. To be a beta male. You know what I did that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is to uh <laughs> to be in touch with your feelings. Yes. Right? I remember I saw this going viral on Twitter. This guy was girl and guy are dating, and he's like, um, hey, I'm gonna uh call me after you get work done with work. Or what time or what time should I call? She's like, I don't know what time, just uh FaceTime me whenever you get done. And he was like, I what do I look like a beta male to you? I'm not going to FaceTime you at a certain time. And since you don't want to listen to instructions. I think I saw this. I'm, I'm, we're done. Yes, I saw this. What, what are you even talking about? I agree. Right. And that's the thing. A lot, you all, even what we say, you, I always have to take everything with a grain of salt when people are sharing their experiences because they're not all blanket. No. And you can't just copy and paste it and everything's applicable to everyone and every scenario it's just not the case. And the thing about that kind of high value, this high, the thing about it is in any long-term relationship, you are going, the only way to create a long-term relationship is through safety and vulnerability and trust. Exactly. And the other thing on top of that, right, we have, we romanticize relationships from prior years. Yes. My grandma and them stayed married five, yes. 50, 60 years. That doesn't mean they were happy. Oh, my God. That was another point that came up. In the show? Yes. So the guy's dad died. Mm-hmm. And apparently he wasn't very loving. He wasn't any of that. Whatever. And they put, like, loved and loving or something like that. And he was like, y'all really lying? Y'all know this man was not that. Nobody really liked him. Like, stop. So anyway, he gets in the car with his mom. And he low-key, he, he says it, but he, like, picks a fight with her. And he's basically like, uh... Like, I know you guys stay married for the kid. Or no, the mom says that. Like, I know y'all are like, if the child is happy, the child will be happier. If I'm happier, that means I should leave the relationship. And that's not always the case. So it brings up this question about 
staying married for your kids, who does it benefit? Right. Is that really a true thing to do to stay married for the kids and allow your kids to see a toxic relationship? Yes. That's usually the other side of that same coin is um, I saw this thing going viral along the same lines. Uh, the other day on Twitter, they were talking about uh, absentee fathers who maybe be inconsistent, oh, I remember, yep. right? And some parents say, if you're not going to be consistent, you be out, right? It'd be safer for my child Absolutely. to not have you around, right? Which is essentially what happened with me and my mom. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, my, my real dad. My mm -hmm. mom was like, look, if you can't be here consistently. Right, right, right. You know, especially when my uh, stepdad came in. But anyway. And the other side of that coin was somebody said, y'all think having an absent father is tough. Let me tell you what's also tough. Having a father who's in your life, but emotionally unavailable, mm. who's present every day, but you can't talk to, they're not loving. Yes. It's almost worse to have them that obviously this is people's lived experience. Yes. If you don't have a dad in your life, you're not going to, you're going you to say at least, right, right, right? You you're going to say it. at least. But if you have a dad who's there and emotionally unavailable, you're going to think, I'd actually rather Ready you not be, be here. I agree. Right? That's why I always talk about because I always feel guilty for traveling a lot. One thing Melissa actually helped me. She was like, you be gone a lot, but when you be here, you be here. Yeah. And your kids have more memories of you be here. You know, you were actually the first one to be like, there's a lot of dads who be in the home and don't have any, you right. know, stuff with their, their kids. So I think... Um, uh, and this is the thing. I don't think we always have to compare. I think that's always what we want to do is like have this competition of he who has the worst pain and the worst right. trauma. <laughs> But the thing about it is, it's trauma on both sides. Listen, it's all. You I, I had a conversation. Oh, it's all trauma. I had a conversation this weekend with someone whose father called himself trying to be honest and told <laughs> this little girl entirely too much information that she did not know, need to know at her age. And she was like, I'm ready to cut him off. Yeah. So now I have to step in. I didn't have to, but like I'm stepping in like, yo, I understand you're frustrated. And cause she was like, first of all, why would he lie like this to me? Like, I just feel like he thinks I'm being stupid. Like he just thinks I'm stupid. Da, da, da. And I was like, well, this is the thing. You have to remember that some people lie because it is a reflection of what they think of you. And some people lie because it is a reflection of them. Say it again, And Liz. that lie has nothing to do with you. It has to do with him deciding he is not ready. He is not mature enough. He is not responsible enough. He is not ready to take accountability for the absent fatherness that he's had in your life. That is a harder pill to swallow. That is a hard truth he doesn't want to face. So it's easier to blame someone else. And now you're stuck feeling like it's about you and it's not. Don't put don't own his lie. Listen, there is a uh, tweet going around that said there is there are some people in the world who are not talking to you and are mad at you for the apology they owe you. Yes. <laughs> yes. That yes plus Josh's face. He was like <laughs> That is so true. Mm -hmm. And the, what happens is, I saw another one too. They said some people are out there ghosting you because they can't bring themselves to accept accountability for how they treated you. Mm -hmm. So in order to avoid accountability, I'm going to just leave this relationship alone because to come back to it would be to admit fault, wrong. I'm a bad person. Listen, we the cinnamon roll example, right? The, the the bravado and this and that, the true kernel of absolute truth, mm -hmm. feeling left out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right? It. it looked great fun. Mm -hmm. And here's the other part of that. And I, I listen, we are all yeah, joking, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. But Marcus, we, well, we were at dinner at Angel's house, Angel and Marcus' house on Sunday, Sunday. I believe. Mm -hmm. And Marcus was like, y'all think we don't watch y'all stories? Yes. Y'all jumping at the White House? Right. Y'all on scooters? You know, Marcus said something that was so funny to me on the phone. When we were in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. We were FaceTiming them while they were getting ready to do the um, the cinnamon thing. And Marcus was like, Kevin, don't you understand? I be at home every week. I am in elementary school. I am school. in elementary school. I have to be with these kids. <laughs> I'm doing elementary school all over again. And uh, to Melissa's point, like, 
we don't we don't tweet or uh we don't video the getting off of an airplane at right. 5 a.m. Yeah. when you're disoriented and there's a crying baby or the plane is dark or a naked woman or a naked woman in the airport. Nobody tweets that part. We all are no, on social media trying to make it seem mm-hmm. like our life is funner than it is. Nobody's putting us on the stories when you're going to bed after two shows and you're exhausted and your wife's not there and you're just like <laughs> or sleeping for two hours. And then you're getting on a flight for four, four and a half hours that you, and can't, you can't sleep, sleep on it. And then you get back to L.A. and it's bright and you got to shoot a podcast. You shoot the little moment when you ride Dumb. scooters to D.C. Dumb. and you take the picture and it makes you feel like the whole weekend is great. I agree. Right. So uh, but the truth of the matter is we we all miss each other. Yes. We miss our wives and husbands and our friendship and we miss the fun that's not associated yes. with work. Joshua is not married. No. But he's part of the way team. He's been, okay. he's been. Chosen. No, but you said we miss our wives and husbands and a husband and Josh. Yeah. Josh is Danny on our side. Oh, it's good. He has no, no, no. Thing. What I mean by that is your spouse isn't on tour, but you're still with the people who are on there. I know you have a girlfriend, Josh. I'm aware. Joshua has a girlfriend, but he's not married. The correlation. I didn't get the full correlation either. A, there, well, I guess Imar, don't you let her come over. Amar want to join? Don't let oh, her come. Don't. Don't you let her. If she. By the way, this needs she's to. She's out. This needs to be the show. We don't have all the details worked out. No, the show. The the, the aspect of a, average people making stuff from scratch with the person who really makes stuff and seeing. I mean, that concept's but been this, around there. Right. But this is what we told her, though. Danny? Yeah, this is because we were tr- literally figuring out on the fly. This is the part that needs to happen. Then we could close out because we went here, there, and everywhere. Danny only read the directions to us once. Oh, really? Yes. You didn't have a no, sheet? I didn't want the sheet. So that's the thing. She read, was like, you guys need four cups of flour, one thing of butter. How are you supposed one to thing read of it one time? Exactly. That's the point of the show. I can't make stuff when I have it to right. look at. And that's why all of our doughs were different because I used too little. Mel used just right. I don't know what Mark has decided to do. <laughs> Hold on. Time out. I want to understand. She says. So she had all the right ingredients in the back. Okay. And then all I had her do was read the recipe once. Through? No, no. Actually, we did it in parts because it was three parts. So you like make the dough, you make the middle, and then you put it all together, basically. Mm-hmm. So for the dough, which is the hardest part, she's like, you basically, you these are the ingredients. You need five cups of flour. You need two cups of sugar. You need one stick of butter. You need three cups of warm milk, whatever it was. Yeah. Read all of it. You're going to mix it all together. Stop. So then when she, she says said, that one time. Yes, one time. Five cups of See, I Whatever. don't even know how that's many cups of sugar you exactly. said. Exactly. Two or three. That's we didn't either. And then she gave us too much time. That's why we were on there for so long. But my thing was each portion should also be timed. Mm. So that way when the time is up, wherever you are in the process, that's it. We're moving on to step two. That's how they make that's how they turn into a show on Food Network. Yes. They add that time element. Yes. Even though it don't really be that time, but it, uh, yeah, it yeah, adds yeah. the stakes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So that's how. Wow. The reading to the one time I can see how you already don't. You're not. We're not familiar with the recipe at all. We we don't know how to mix the numerals. Who are we? And then the other thing was we uh, we were able to make our filling however we wanted. Like she just basically, you know, told us that it it was fire. Melissa asked me if I wanted to taste it. That I looked in there. That thing looked like pure sugar. Oh, no, it was. I looked in and I was like and I wasn't even being petty. Them things looks. It looked like you know how Cinnabon has that like where you could almost see yes. the sugary like the crystals. Yes, I was like, "List, I'm gonna be sick if yeah, I no, eat no, that." No, and it had sat. Oh, it was just sugar everywhere. It threw us through and through. <laughs> through and through, through and through. And then we messed up because Danny didn't have enough yeast. So I was like, "Oh, I have yeast at the house, but I didn't have like the quick rising yeast. I like." take longer yeast so my dough didn't actually ride it was just a lot going on i believe y'all made the dough from scratch i thought y'all had bought she had pre-done that no no i didn't watch i had to get out of there yeah but anyway that's the point the hello the point is you either do away versus home or whatever it doesn't matter and then that's how you do it because i think it would just be hysterical it looked like a great time in baltimore big fun down in baltimore all right, anything else you want to add? We talked about a lot of things. What 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 tour stop are y'all doing your thing on? We're going to add a date in London. 
I'm going to call my you agent. Act like everybody's not coming if we go They're not. Tomorrow. I'm going to cancel the show, and they're going to think we're going to Cincinnati. Going to and we're going to. don't have to go to Florida ever again. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine We're going to be flying. They're going, oh, you guys have a show in Tampa? Uh-huh. And then we're going to land. I'm going to be like, hello, governor. Don't do it like that. They're going to kick you out. I'm going to be in London for the weekend. You don't like London anyway. I don't, but you better not go over there. So there you me. go. Why? You don't like it. That's me right. and Josh love London. You do? Yeah, Josh I, loves it. I need to go. I need to go to London Listen, and have someone. Why don't you like it? Listen, I don't want to answer the question because I don't want to be offensive to the people that love London and the people that live there. Fair, because I got a lot of fans in the UK. Bro. Yeah, and I love the and people. It, people are great, and we've had fantastic shows in, oh, in amazing in London. times in London. In London, we fantastic. London. We should have chose Manchester instead of Birmingham. Birmingham. Manchester. By the way, that my birthday gift needs to come back. Your what? My birthday gift. Oh, did I tell you what I was going to do? Yes. It needs to come back. They're open. You can get tickets again. Oh, okay. And they have Ronaldo. I can get to see Ronaldo. Girl, this is from Express. Play on Manchester. You know it. United. I think it's actually from the men's United. Uh, yeah, we could do it, but we got to wait for COVID. Thank you guys so much for joining me on today's episode of The Love Hour. Until next week, bye.